Good morning. Our psalm today is Psalm 66, found on page 417. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make help haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, and there shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia. Unto us a child is born. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou didst comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 66, on page 417. O oh, be joyful in God, all ye lands. Sing praises unto the honor of his name. Make his praises to be glorious. Say unto God, O oh, how wonderful art thou works! Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies bow down before thee. For all the world shall worship thee. Sing of thee, and praise thy name. O come hither, and behold the works of God. How wonderful he is in his doings toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land, so that they went through the water on foot. There did we rejoice thereof. He ruleth with his power forever. His eyes beholdeth the nations, and such as will not believe shall be able to exalt themselves. O praise our God, ye peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. Who holdeth our souls in life, and suffereth not our feet to slip. For thou, O God, hast proved us. Thou also hast tried us, like as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us unto the snare, and laidest trouble upon our loins. Thou sufferedest men to ride over our heads, we went through fire and water, and thou brought us out into a wealthy place. I will go into thy house with burnt offerings, and I will pay thee my vows, which I have promised with my lips, and spake with my mouth when I was in trouble. I will offer unto thee fat burnt sacrifices with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks and goats. O come hither and hearken, all ye that fear God and I will tell you what he hath done for my soul. I called unto him with my mouth, and gave him praises with my tongue. 
If I incline unto wickedness with mine heart, the Lord will not hear me. But God hath heard me, and considered the voice of my prayer. Praise be God, who hath cast, who has not cast out my prayer, nor turned his mercy from me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth verse of the 64th chapter of the book of Isaiah. For since the beginning of the world men have not heard, nor perceived by ear, nor has the eye seen any God besides you, who acts for the one who waits for him. You meet him who rejoices and does righteousness, who remembers you in your ways. You are indeed angry, for we have sinned. In these ways we continue, and we need to be saved. But we are all like an unclean thing, and all our unrighteousness, all our righteousnesses, are like filthy rags. We all fade as a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. And there is no one who calls on your name, who stirs himself up to take hold of you. For you have hidden your face from us, and have consumed us because of our iniquities. But now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are the potter. And all we are the work of your hand. Do not be furious, O Lord, nor remember iniquity forever. Indeed, please look, we all are your people. Your holy cities are a wilderness, Zion is a wilderness, Jerusalem a desolation. Our holy and beautiful temple, where our fathers praised you, is burned up with fire, and all our pleasant things are laid waste. Will you restrain yourself because of these things, O Lord? Will you hold your peace and afflict us very severely? Here endeth the first lesson. We praise Thee, O God, we acknowledge Thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship Thee, the Father everlasting. To Thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To Thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of Thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise Thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son. Also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting son of the father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God, in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints, in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine heritage. Govern them, and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. 
Here beginneth the thirteenth verse of the third chapter of the first epistle of St. John. Do not marvel, my brethren, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life, because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brethren abides in death. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us, and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need, and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And by this we know that we are of the truth, and we shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him, because we keep his commandments, and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, as he gave us commandment. Here endeth the second lesson. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost the Holy Catholic Church, <clears throat> the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son, to take away our nature, to take our nature upon him, and at this time to be born of a pure virgin, 
grant that we, being regenerate, and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit. Through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee, and the same Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our lesson from Isaiah today has a number of interesting themes. It begins with the idea that... that um, uh, that we, you know, the, the the person who waits for God is 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 blessed. It has a verse uh, that that Saint Paul uses, um, the where it says, "I has not seen nor ear perceived." Saint Paul quotes this in First Corinthians two nine to talk about the unfathomable um, inheritance we get from God. But the, it, it, it reads like a little bit of a confession that, we, that, that Israel has um, sinned, the righteousness is like a filthy rag, and, and so there's this, this sense of being a captive, and God has hidden the face. And one thing about is interesting about this, it, it, in Isaiah, it mentions our holy and beautiful temple where our Father prays you is burned with fire. This is one reason that Isaiah... Um, is often seen to span a great deal of, of, of um, chronological time because we know that Isaiah the prophet, he's dated in the beginning of the book in the reign of King Uzziah, which is 700-something, and the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem is 586 B.C., so there's a re reference to an act here that, that is much later than, than the date of Isaiah's actual life, so it could be, you know, people in, in, who, who follow in and, and complete the work there. But as it pertains to the New Testament, the idea of this hopeless case of Israel being, being the temple destroyed and hope lost, um, when we think about the incarnation, about Christ becoming man for us and taking on our nature and doing for us what we cannot do, <clears throat> living the righteous life but also dying the righteous death, and the destruction of the temple, some people note the, the, uh, the, the correspondence between the reference to the destruction of the temple here and the Lamentations of Jeremiah, <clears throat> where, where, where there's, in Lamentations, there's a you know, five-chapter-long lament over the, over the destroyed temple that, that Israel's hope is cut off and lost. And Christ, in becoming man, he, he, he takes our nature, you know, and he is without sin, but he also is going to live and die and for us. And, and the, he resolves the, the sort of a conundrum of sin that how does, 
how does man um, embrace the death that's necessary for sin in such a way that this is not the end of life. And so Christ does that by taking on our sin on the cross. And the cross is, is juxtaposed because in the destruction of the Son of God, who is the new temple of God, there's a parallel between the, that and the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem that, that, that the the place where God dwells is cut off and is cut off and we're cut off from God's presence because of of the the destruction of the temple. How do you resolve that? That's the natural consequence of Israel's covenant unfaithfulness. It's a natural consequence of our sin. What do we do with that? Well, Christ, the righteous one, takes that upon him and dies, but then he rises. He extends the horizon of, of human life beyond that mere mortal life into the horizon of resurrection and new life. And this is the essential uh, point of baptism. We're baptized into the death of Christ so that the part of us that is disobedient and rebels against God is put to death. And through the gift of the Spirit now, we we take on this new nature. We, we're, we're regenerate and made God's children by adoption and grace. And so we begin to live in a new way. And this is what John is getting at in our epistle lesson, that, that we know um, we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren, which is to say that if we're living in Christ, if we've died with him to sin and come to new life in the spirit, the evidence that this is the new um, sort of quality character of life we're living in is the presence of love, active love, showing forth that new life in acts of love. And it's not, again, warm sentimental love, but it is the hard work of loving in difficult circumstances, just as Christ did the hard work of loving us in his life and death. And so this is why John is, is so big on, by this we know that we're, we're of him if we love one another. We have the, the evidence that we've, we've passed from that old life of death to sin, where we're stuck. We can't fulfill the righteous commands of God, and we have no hope. Christ has taken our nature suffered the death, risen from the dead, shared that resurrection life with us, we're no longer stuck. We can begin to love, not perfectly, but progressively in, in confessing sins, receiving the grace of forgiveness, continually rising up to, 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 to new life. And so that's, that's kind of one meditation in Christmas tide as we meditate on the incarnation is how we've entered into this new life in Christ and how we practice loving in a new way, which presupposes, I think, forgiving in a new way, forgiving and loving in, in new ways in our lives, a thing to think about during, the, during, during Christmas time. Just a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercession for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, 
and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thy unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love, inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. Have a wonderful Tuesday, and we'll look forward to seeing you this evening. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Jeff Scarlett. Have a good day, everybody. Bye, Bye kiddos. Have a good day. Thank you, everyone.